We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go, starting the stream up. Salute to Knicks Nation. Another edition of the Quarantine Stream, CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man JLs from Nick of Time Show. JLs, on this episode, we're going to talk about the return of the NBA. The NBA is back without the Knicks, but there are some key dates that we want to get into and inform the fans on, and uh, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the potential return of one Mike Woodson, the fan favorite coach has been named as a potential candidate that will come in for an interview for the Knicks head coaching job. So uh, certainly, uh, you know, gave Knicks Twitter a little bit of a buzz today and and certainly interesting. So let's start it off. They're going to kick back the season off uh, end of July, July 31st. Mm -hmm. Disney World is the site, as we know. They're going to go with the 22-team format, 16 playoff teams, plus um, six bubble teams, and that includes one in the East, and mm-hmm. five in the West. We are, we missed the bubble. We missed the bubble, JLs. We did miss the bubble at 21 and 45. We missed the bubble. But, you know, it's so funny. Uh, if you had a full year of Mike Miller, you, you might have been in this thing. In the bubble. <laughs> what, was it, was it, what's the winning percentage? 30, what, 33? You might, you might have been in this thing with, with, uh, with, with Mike Miller. So, Bring back Mike. Yeah, so those Bring of you that want to be in the lottery, thank, the, thank David Fisdale. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Fizz, for, for starting us off right. You know what I mean? Who knows? We'll see. That's it. Um, so they're going to do a training camp uh, June 30th, which is at their home site. The NBA teams, and then they'll do it July 7th. They'll go to Orlando and kick things off. Um, key dates for the Knicks, once again. Lottery, J. Ellis. August 25th. Mm. NBA draft lottery, August 25th. Market calendars. Market calendars. We are two and a half months away, just thereabout. Ah. Knicks are locked in, J. Ellis, at the sixth seed. At the sixth seed. So um, let's kick it off on the tankathon right now. You got Golden State in one. 
You have Cleveland two. Minnesota coming in third. Atlanta coming in fourth. If the Knicks would have lost that game to the Hawks, they would have been in fourth. But Julius Randle was too good. (laughs) It's just too much Randle. (laughs) There's too much Julius and was spinning and winning. All right. Um, Detroit Pistons fifth, Knicks in sixth. So as we look at the odds, um, here's how it's looking, JLs. Right now, we are looking at almost a 50% chance at seven or eight. Jay from Florida, close your eyes because the Halliburton train could be pulling into Penn Station, JLs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, not a bad thing about my book, but just saying. Hallelujah. Seventh place is 30%, eighth place 20%. Hallelujah. <laughs> What's seventh place? Oh, yeah, seventh or eighth. Um, one through four is basically around 9%. No shot at fifth. Which is strange. I got. I'm not sure how the mathematics plays out in that in that regard. Very strange. Man. Yeah. Zero percent chance of fit. Zero percent chance. How does that work? <laughs> I don't, I'm not even too sure, bro. To be honest with you, I'm not even too sure. Um, sixth place, eight percent, and then seventh and eighth is is where the where the uh, odds are, are heavy. Again, doesn't mean too much. You know, doesn't mean too much. Last year we surprised people. So. Uh, again, but that that's just where things are in terms of the ping pong balls. And then the, the remaining eight teams that are going to Orlando, they will slot in after that um, based on their record in the playing games and in the playoffs. Mm. So those, those guys will slot in after that. And then remember, we, nice. we also have the Clippers pick, which, um, you know, will factor into this depending on where they finish. So everybody should be rooting that the Clippers suck for the rest of these games. Basically, basically, we we got we got to root for for Mook to tank it up, tank it up for us, Mook. You know, maybe we bring him back. We need we need a we need a stretch. <laughs> we need a four uh, man. shoot. Yeah, Mook's been Mook's been really good in New York and really bad in yeah. LA. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I I, I, I hear that, and, and you kind of expected it. You know, now he's kind of yeah. like the fifth, sixth option with the Clippers. You know, had to fit in halfway through the season, so. It's rough. I get Definitely it. being utilized differently. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so that's that with the draft. Let, let's just let's just do a quick um let's just do a quick lottery. See where we end up here for good measure. Uh, and Tankathon gave us sixth. Uh, <laughs> Tankathon. I feel like the last couple of times we played with the Sib Lottery Tankathon, it has not moved. Stayed right there on six. Yeah, Tank has not moved. And at six, they give us Killian Hayes. You have Tal Burton going seventh to the Bulls. Cool. cool with that. Cole Anthony going tenth. You know, some of the names, Cole Anthony going tenth to the Suns. Devin Vassell going eleventh to the Spurs. Interesting. Interesting. You got Okongu going uh, uh, eighth to the Hornets. Isaac Okoro going to the Wizards at ninth. Hmm. We'll see. Interesting. It means nothing but just just for uh, ish and giggles, you know what I mean? You never know. You, you never, never know. know. Never know. So we have the um, lottery August 25th. We'll see what we're going to do for that, JL. So I spoke to Macri. Um, we're thinking if, if we're still going to do social distancing, we're going to do it all virtual. You know what okay. I mean? Bring the whole group on and do, do a group watch party. And, you know, if things lighten up, you know, big time in the city, maybe we'll do something live. But I think... Leaning towards more virtual since it's it's two two months away. Yeah, that makes sense. 
<clears throat> yeah. Then you have the draft October 15th. All draft right. October 15th. So, um, hold on. Yeah. So, oh. it's a while. It's yeah. a while, man. We got, ah. yeah. And then That's even longer know. is the fact that you have, um, they're thinking free agency tentatively will be October 18th. All Training right. camp tentatively November 10th. And opening night next season tentatively December 1st. Remaining okay. fluid on that note. So we always thought about that December delayed start for the next season. So you yeah. could be looking at uh, six months from now to the next uh, uh, Knicks game, man. I'm hurt. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you. Hurt, I'm telling you. So, yeah. No Knicks basketball. I mean, I'm glad we don't get the chance to move up in the standings and mess something up. But still, just just the fact that I don't get to see my, my team play yeah. hurts yeah. a little bit. Not yeah. going to lie. Going to be rough. It's, it's certainly going to be rough, man. But we'll get through, man. This is number one show for the fans by the fan jails, as you know. So uh, don't worry. You know, we always make the proper adjustments. The family's always in here. We're always talking Knicks. And, and so we'll figure it out, man. We'll get a solid content calendar together and, and uh, you know, get get to keep the people engaged until we get back into the swing of things. So sure. we'll see how that goes. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that phone, thumbs up button for you boys. Going to be a short show. Definitely want to get your reactions to uh, all things Knicks. We're going to get into the Woodson stuff next as well. Uh, so definitely call in 657-383-1509. Couple other things, Jails. Um, Super chat has come in from Alan Berman. He says we're gonna add Lavar to the head coaching list after we trade up to get Lamelo. He says Obi's still my guy too. Hope he's there when we pick. If Lavar is the head coach, and we ended up getting Lavar, <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild card. <laughs> Leon <Yeah>. Rose, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know, Lamelo's gonna play forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Telling you right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. forty-eight and overtime. Book it. <laughs> Throw it in the books. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we'll see how that, all that plays out. You know, one of the things that was interesting um, was uh, Jeremy Cohen, uh, my guy. The coincidence on Twitter. You know, he was mentioning the fact that, um, based on the fact that free agency and the start of training camp are so close this year. Um, how does that impact the Knicks in terms of chasing restricted free agents? Mm. Obviously, the top two candidates this offseason is Brandon Ingram yep. and Bogdanovich from the Kings. Mm-hmm. Throw the money at him at midnight. But the problem <laughs> is, here's the problem, which he, which he noted. The problem is the, uh, the restricted free agents can't sign offer sheets until six days after. Wow. So you could be looking at a scenario when the Pelicans do match. You're way late into free agency oh. and your money's all, you know, your money's all tied oh. up. So then you have unrestricted free agents that could be off the board. That's too much of a gamble. It's too much of a game. It's not worth it because you know, these guys are going to get matched anyway. Damn. You know, so. Why do they do that? They, 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 they do that to help the teams? Uh, it's a short window. If you're trying to get a December start and you're going to basically finish a portion of the regular season now in July and the end of July. Remember that. So you're in August. The clock is ticking, man. You're in a crunch. Hey, man. 
That sucks. Yeah, you're in a crunch, man. So yeah, don't want to do no handshake deal because we might no. end up getting uh, you, hit you like get burned. You, you're definitely like, gonna like, get burned. Like, like when Mike Marcus Morris came to us, and, yeah, and the Spurs ended up trading one of their guys to the Wizards mm-hmm. and getting burned. And yeah, we don't want that. No, you, you, you don't want that at all, man. So um, restricted free agency could definitely be impacted there. I'm going to shout out some more Super Chats. Angel Rosario sends us a $10 Super Chat. JLC says, best show on YouTube, hands down. Salute to Angel. Peace. Um, he says, NYK, Knicks tape all day, every day. Halliburton over Mellow at all costs. So he's going the safer route. Okay. All right. Um, Kaiser Sose 718 sends us a Black Lives Matter Super Chat. Salute to Kaiser Sose 718 for sure. And um, shout out to Louis Luck. Louis Luck sends us a super chat. He says uh, he wants to hire Fizdale again just to fire him. (laughs) 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 Appreciate the super chat either way, man. But um, JL, speaking of coaching, I I mean, what was your reaction when you heard that uh, uh, Mike Woodson was going to be a candidate. I was like, I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, okay, well, um, is this a formality? Is this a, are we Bro. just going through motions? He, he knows a guy, you know, maybe it's just a favor. To me, it just seems like, I don't know, been there, done that. I kind of felt like when we got rid of him, he didn't deserve to get rid of when we got rid of him. Yeah, Phil but, did him dirty. Yeah, Phil did him dirty. Phil did him he, dirty. He never really got a, a good chance with Phil. Yeah. But that being said, I don't, I don't know. I, I, we don't have a mellow here, so I don't want to do the ISO heavy offense that right. he was uh, famous for when he was in New York. I'm not sure if you can adjust or not. So that kind of worries me mm-hmm. about being a head coach. I don't think he'd be seriously considered. But no, nah, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe outside uh, shot, but. You never know. I think, you know, you mentioned the ISO heavy offense. You, does he bring in an assistant that's more, has a more innovative approach on the offensive end? You know what I mean? Does he change right. his philosophy up a little bit and, and sell them on something? Sell them, sell them on a miracle? Mm-hmm. Certainly possible, but I think he's, I think he's on the outside looking in. But we now have three confirmed candidates that will be interviewing for the job. It's going to be Kenny Atkinson. It's going to be Tom Thibodeau, who is the odds on favorite uh, according to all major accounts, yep, and Kenny Atkinson, I, I, as I mentioned, and Mike Miller. Mm-hmm. No, no word on Jeff Van Gundy. No word on Mark Jackson. Uh, people have have been advocating for Stackhouse, but no word on that either. So, what, what do you think? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, yeah, like I would love Jeff Van Gundy, but after talking to Charlie Ward yesterday. <laughs> Charlie put it to the, Charlie just threw all the water on those flames, boy. It was just like <laughs> it, it took it took him a few minutes to say, but really, yeah, he pretty much said Jeff wasn't interested. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> uh he pretty much in, in in lesser words, it's like, yeah, that ain't it for Jeff right now. Yeah, Jeff, he was like Jeff. He was like Jeff has turned down some situations he felt like wasn't right. So yeah, I was like, yeah, and. Ooh. And you know, I heard that Van Gundy interview with Charlie Ward on on Charlie's Talk Chalk Talk series, and I thought the same thing. Van Gundy was basically saying that he's had opportunities in the past that he passed up, and he he's had other opportunities that he was interested in and it never worked out. And basically, he said when the timing is right, when the opportunity is right, he'll jump back into it. So, 
again, I've always questioned whether a rebuilding situation was what Van Gundy was truly looking for. Um, and, and I just don't see it. Yeah, when you think about the way he left, you would think that a, re- a rebuilding situation isn't what he wants because of the way he left. Mm-hmm. But you just you just know he can still coach his ass off. So you, yeah. you hope that he changed his mind, but it is what it is. At this point. For sure, for sure. And mm-hmm. and if he, wa- if, if he was serious, right? Let's say if he was serious, how would you rank him? How would you rank um, Van Gundy, Woodson, Thibodeau, Atkinson, and Miller. How would you what what order would you put those those five guys? Uh for me it's Jeff, my guy Jeff one. Um Miller two. Atkinson. Tibbs Woodson. Tibbs Woodson. Mm-hmm. I would go Van Gundy one for sure. I would go uh Atkinson. Tibbs, Miller. Oh yeah, my guy Miller last. Oh, oh, oh. Woodson. I go Tibbs, oh, Miller, Woodson. All right. Yeah, Van Gundy was serious. I would go for it. Um, again, Atkinson. I would again. I wouldn't mind an Atkinson Miller ticket. I just feel like it's a rebuilding situation. It's a young team. I want to go with a younger duo or a younger coach. Rare. That's that's just gonna build with the team. I don't I don't see Van Gundy, Tibbs, nor Woodson as rebuilding type coaches. I just don't see it. A long I haul, think, long haul. In your four or five year window, I don't see it. I I would see it if Jeff, if Van Gundy wanted to do it. Just 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 from the um, just from the comments I hear from young players from mm-hmm. the team USA. Uh, yeah, the team USA wins that he was talking about a few years ago. He heard a few players keep saying that mm-hmm. his coach's ass off. So just based well based off of that in my opinion for Jeff and yeah. what he's doing that would happen one. Miller, um Miller too because of consistency. I, I like I feel like um he did have a, a few shortcomings coming into the season, but he still can't ignore the the win percentage that he had with the same team that Fizz had. And it's I felt like some of the young guys were coming along towards the end. And I feel like coming into the season, having a voice that was already there, having some of these guys knew, know what they already have to work on because the same voice is back from last year. I think that would help us. Um, so that's why I would say Miller two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Kenny three because young coach, I still I still have questions about him adjusting. But um I would just I was just having three just because of the Miller the Miller connection with the young Knicks already. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um let's go to the phones. Let's go down south of Florida, man. Ronnie Ronnie Mack, you up, man. Yep. Right. All right, Ronnie, you get Ronnie, you gotta you gotta you gotta uh call back in when you settle, man. You sound like you was at the beach or something, JLs. <laughs> I'm kinda jealous, man. Ronnie, Ronnie was enjoying some sea breeze, man. Ronnie, you got to check back in when when things calm down, man. Um, Kev from Mount Vernon, you up next. How you doing, bro? Yo, what's going on, fellas? How you doing, bro? All right, all right. Um, I just wanted to know if you guys know any information. I don't know if you talked about it or not. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> with this expanded playoff, mm-hmm. play-in situation, are those teams excluded from the lotto? Yeah. Yeah. 
So so basically, well, if they don't make the playoffs, they're gonna slide in based on on record. You know what I mean? So they'll be in the lottery, yes. But obviously, their odds of getting to oh, that, so they slide back in. They're gonna slide back in, but under eight, and they're gonna fill in based on their record on how they finish. Uh, so it's the same difference. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, it's gonna be the same thing. All right, man. I mean, look, man. I'm out here. Let's go, Nick. I'm Team Lamelo. All right. Um, All right. Appreciate the call. Let's try Ronnie Mack again. See if he's ready this time. Ronnie, you, you there, bro? You hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Uh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, cool. So, all right, I'm going to put my two cents on Woody. I think Woody is kind of overrated. I think that team that he had first, it basically had a coach on the field with Jason Kidd. And you had you had veterans like Kurt Thomas, Kenya Martin. I mean, Rasheed Wallace didn't play much. You had Marcus Candy. I mean, those guys were coaches on the field. And his track record is just to the second round in it. He doesn't really make a lot of good adjustments. His rotations was tight. He wasn't very good for rookies. Remember what he did to Iman Shumpert? I don't know if you guys remember that. He really, I think he broke the kid's confidence and spirit. Iman Shumpert, to me, was not really the same after dealing with um, Woody. Also, if you watch defensively, he likes to switch on everything. Yeah. And everything. And I believe in just getting them, sticking to him, and locking them down. So, And Woody switched on everything. It became so predictable that these teams were picking us apart. And um, also, too, so he was terrible with that. He was terrible in rotations. I'll also give you guys my pick. Uh, I would go Miller, Jeff Van Gundy, Tibbs, Atkinson, and Woodson last. That's my – That's my. I think we should just stay the course with Miller, give him a training camp. Mm. If he would have had a training camp, we would have been further ahead and probably competed for, for a ninth seed or eighth seed. So I just wanted to give that to you. I'm always um, bigging you guys up and uh, – Spreading the word for you guys. Peace, Ronnie. Appreciate Ooh. it, man. Appreciate it. Woodson, uh, remember Woodson took over for for uh, D'Antoni. 109 and 79 for Woodson. 581 percentage. Obviously, a lot of that was was helped by the 54-win season in his yeah. first full season. Um, go ahead. He had a decent win percentage, too, after Mike D'Antoni left when he took over the last end of that season, actually. Yeah. Then they made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They made the playoffs that that season, um, fifth in defensive rating that that season when he took over in the interim, 18th on Knicks tape, and 24th right. when he went 37 and 45. They tried to make the playoffs. They almost did. Went 12 and three down the stretch, but uh, lost some pivotal games and and uh, didn't make it. And then yeah. Phil Phil gave him the axe. I gotta go back and see how he, how he got worked with Shumpert though. I don't remember, I don't remember exactly what the deal was. With I Shumpert. don't know. I, I think. Number one, I think the ACL injury hurt Shumpert. And right. it's not like he was just, you know, lights out when he went everywhere else. He, he became a, a, a solid role player for Cleveland. You know, he went to Sacramento, went to Houston, didn't really say much. I don't, I don't think Shump really improved his game overall after well, that, that injury. Yeah, and I, what I always say with Shump is I always felt like Shump, I feel like injuries ruined everything yeah. for Shump or anything. Because mm-hmm. I feel like every time Shump got comfortable – and I thought the shot was starting to come and the game was coming along, he would get injured. And Facts. I felt like we just reset again. Yeah. And work his way back and then get injured and reset again and work yeah. his way back. It was just like a cycle. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, on the switching, you know, I, I saw people kind of, you know, complain about that again today. Um, I think it's the same thing with Fisdale. I think teams in the NBA switch, bro. Whether whether it's on the screen, off the screen, like teams are still switching. I think you still have to have the personnel to do so to mm-hmm. give you that flexibility. 
and also the personnel with the IQ that's going to communicate out there and be able to make those reads. And I think a lot of the times the Knicks just never had that personnel that was capable of handling that type of scheme. Yeah. And they got exposed in that way. It's a difference, though, between switching and being over-reliant on switching. Yeah. Because when we were over-reliant on switching with Fizdale, we got burnt to the point where the, I, felt, I just remember the Brooklyn Nets just killed us by, like, taking Frank off of Dimwitty. And and then when he just torched whoever was on him. And then when when uh Miller came and made the adjustments, it just seemed like the switches were a lot smarter. So I mean, NBA teams do switch, but it depends on the coach, how he teaches this, how he teaches the different schemes on how to switch and when to switch. Mm. I hear that. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Um remember this is gonna be an abbreviated show. Uh, so we got a hard stop. We're going to get to some more phone calls. Definitely want to um, acknowledge the super chats that came in for sure. Uh, almost 500 people watching right now, JL. So salute to everybody that's watching. We hope you guys enjoyed the Charlie Ward interview last night. We, we thought that was a solid one again. So definitely catch up on that one after this show if you haven't already. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Alexa as well. So uh, always available in audio if you can't watch on YouTube Live. So to Money Mark JLC he says, um, where would I be without Knicks Fan TV? Shout out CP and J Ellis. I'm good with Tibbs, Kenny Atkinson, or Woodson. His draft picks are Edwards or Toppin. Let's go. Hmm. All right. Tibbs, right. Atkinson, Woodson. All right. Yeah. And salute Kaiser Sose 718. He sends us a super chat. I can't read the um, comment. I can't see it. Well, salute to Kaiser Sose for the love again. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Moses. Uh, he wants to talk about the coaching search and the roster. Hello? Yo, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. Yo, listen, let me tell you. Uh, if you're talking about bringing Mike Woodson back on board, man, I would say um, not right now because I think we need a coach who knows how to deal with the rebuilding situation. And number two, when you talk about people like Mike Woodson, I think Mike Woodson was a great coach in New York due to the record that he had. But that 2014 season, they missed the playoff. It's not because of him. It's just due to injuries and due to the lack of the front office not giving. And the Bargnani thing was a mess. Let's be honest. The the Bargnani thing was absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so that too. You know, that's why I said the front office. And he wasn't giving... Mike Woodson, any enough good players. That's, it still bothered me that mm-hmm. we lost to the Pacers that year in the second round because we didn't have enough offensive weapons. But I feel like if they would have gave Melo some good star players mm-hmm. and Amari would have stayed healthy, yeah. then maybe we would have possibly beat the place. Pacers. Thanks for taking yeah. my call. Appreciate it, Moses. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to run through rapid fire. I want to get through as many people as we can. Charlie from Brooklyn, you up next, bro. What's up? What's up, brother? Yeah, so, so I was thinking... I really don't, um, yeah, I really don't care um, what coach we get. But my thing is, um, my thing is, um, I wanted a coach that could, that defends the three-point line. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Because every time, I don't know how many times this whole season we 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 got murked on the on the three-point line. You know, there was a few. I mean, as bad as we were, we could have won a bunch of uh, a few games. You know, and simply because uh, we didn't defend the three-point line, we couldn't. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you, bro. Pre- appreciate yeah. the, appreciate the call. I mean, he's right, JLs. So, you know, we definitely yeah. gotta um, defend on the three, but we gotta have the right personnel as well. Yeah, yeah. Never mind, man. Did we have the right personnel defend the three? Is, is the question. I don't know sure if we did. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's the same. It's the same way. What you know, Tibbs's uh, uh, stint with Minnesota. You know, they mm-hmm. look at the defensive rating and how they they weren't that great on defense. Part of that was Jimmy Butler being injured. And the rest of the team just not, you know, being defensive or yet to play it. Like she said on the show, if you got to buy into it, you got to believe in it, and you got to execute. Yeah, and those young guys definitely didn't execute. Yeah, you got to execute that, man. But I definitely agree with Charlie. And uh, one of the things I said speaking to Charlie was, whether it was Charlie Ward, whether it was X-Men, whether it was Sheed, um, the one constant that that those guys brought to these interviews in terms of the direction of the team was stability and patience, Jails. Stability from the top down and patience. Whatever coach it is, whether it's Atkinson, whether it's Tibbs, whoever, whoever, don't expect them to like just transform this team automatically, right? We still need the horses. Oh, stream dropped? It, no, it didn't. Shouldn't it? Oh, I got a thing that says stream suspended for policy violations. Oh, they got me. Oh, all right, I think mine should be should be uh still running. Yeah, we we still have good money. Um, so to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Um, let's get back to the phones. The let's heck? go to Antoine from Brook. Uh, Antoine from Jersey up next, man. Sorry, guys, in my chat. Go to Knicks Fan TV. Mine's is down. Seems like. Mm. Yeah, How you doing, bro? Good, good, good. What's going on, bro? All right, so um. <clears throat> Head coach, I'm looking at Woodson. I don't mind Woodson. Uh, we need somebody who's shown that they can do a rebuild, and and he did that in in, in Atlanta. Um, Atkinson. Oh, I'm I back. keep hearing this name, Jeff Van Gundy, and Jeff Van Gundy is the is the one who gutted the Knicks. He he turned the president on the GM because uh, he brought in uh, uh, Camby. He brought he brought in Sprewell, and then. Van Gundy got his way and bounced on us. Uh, the next year after we got rid of the – in midseason after we got rid of the GM. So he can't come back. Uh, I mean, I know people still tight about how he left and, and you know, he feel like, you know, the, the relationship with the front office was kind of strained. But yeah, that was so, that was such a long time ago, man. It's, it's different pieces now. You still got Dolan here. Can they coexist? And and you know get, get, what what's his impact? How how what is his his you know patience going to be for this rebuilding situation? I I don't I I can't condemn him for what happened in the past, Jails. I really can't. <laughs> Still holding that grudge, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, bro. You, you up? Are you up and running on your on your channel? Oh, I can't. It just popped back up. Yeah. I don't know it's what you, happened. It's just YouTube being on that YouTube ish, man. But it's all good. <laughs> all good. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't condemn him based on on the past, man. If he can still coach. Yeah, me neither, man. I'm over it right now. He he he's still New York to me. If he wants to do it, he can do it. It's not the situation right now. Who knows if we get the right pieces? If he'll be interested in coming back or coming back as an assistant or whatever. But yeah, I'm over it. For for sure, for sure. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Couple super chats came in, Jay Ellis. Let me acknowledge. Um, let me acknowledge. DS Piz thirty five. He says, uh, "Bringing Herb Williams 
He's got all the good stories. So TSP is <laughs> 35. Wants us to bring in Herb Williams, remember a.k.a. Herb, school. Remember when Herb Williams was just everybody kept him no matter what coaching regime took over? He Herb, was just Herb always, knows where the bodies are buried, man. I, yeah, I think TSP is on to something, bro. <laughs> Herb knows yeah, all knows. the bodies are buried, man. That guy survived like 27 coaching changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, too? man. I remember okay. one time, man, I was uh when I was living in the A and I went to the W Hotel. They used to have like happy hours on Friday night. So I used to pull up over there and I was walking through the lobby. I just see Herb just chilling in the lobby. You know, I think it was his wife or whatever, just macking, you know, like Billy D. Williams. I was like, yo, Herb, what's going on, man? Oh man. Yeah, yo. Herb was out there chilling, man. Yo, before I even back in the day, back in my in my day day, I used to like get tickets and sneak up to the front. Mm-hmm. When they used to let you do it, right? When you used to get yeah, away with it. Yeah. And I saw this woman, she was looking fly. I was like, yo, who is that? Mm. I'm looking at her and I was like, oh, that's Herb's wife. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no sleep, man. I was like, oh, my bad. Yeah, Herb. Herb is a G, man. Do not sleep, bro. Do not sleep. All right, a couple more calls before we get out of here. Um, Delano's going to be the closer, but let's go to Greg from New Jersey. How you feeling, bro? Yo, what's up, fellas? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, man, to be honest, man, I'm I'm good on Woody, man. I, Woody had a squad. The, yeah. the thing is, I'm in in as as upset that it makes me to say this. I want um, Kenny Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson mm-hmm. has a proven track record of developing young talent, and he has a active pick against against Brooklyn, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he still has something to prove. And the Knicks have a bunch of young dudes who they need to see who. Who was good and who needs to get out of here? And and mm-hmm. I think that even even I, I was I was on for tips, but I think I, I'm I'm more for Kenny Atkinson and then uh, Thibodeau just for his perspective of developing young players. Okay, okay, all right, appreciate. It. Yeah, listen, you can't. I don't think you can go wrong with Atkinson, um, especially when we're gonna be looking for a point guard, Jalis. Mm-hmm. He's gonna hold and these kids accountable. They said he's got a fire under him. Yeah. And, and so I don't think you could go wrong with Kenny. Yeah, at least for the few at least for the first few years, see I know that everybody keeps saying he's that guy who like who can develop these young kids. So even if he's not a whole, you know, full time coach, which I hope whoever we get next is here for the long haul and not for just sure. Years, for sure. Uh, at least develop the young guys. Absolutely, man. And you know what? Our upcoming guest, Jay Ellis, should know a lot about both guys because we're going to be talking to Raymond Felton this Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time during the matinee stream. Mm. Ray Fell is coming through to the quarantine stream, so definitely looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll talk to Ray Fell about Woodson and Atkinson, get his thoughts on those guys because he certainly right. played well when Atkinson was here for sure. That's what's up. All right, let's get to uh, the closer, Delano. What's going on, man? How you feeling? So what's going on, man? Salute to everybody in the chat, man. Salute to you and Jay Ellis, man. Yes, I appreciate y'all doing this. Uh, first off, want to say um, the show yesterday um, was a fantastic show. Great interview. Charlie Ward was an amazing um, uh, guest and uh, very much appreciated all the things that he uh, contributed uh, story-wise and, again, in hindsight to the Knicks. Um, in regards to the um, draft situation, um, since we're so far projected as low as six, 
and I feel like uh, Lamelo's projected as a top three, then we should stop really looking at Melo unless we're talking about um, moving up in the draft, which would require trading uh, probably players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good at six, and I'm good with taking any of the other guys that's been mentioned, Kira, um, Killian, um, Tyrese Halliburton, um, even Cole Anthony. Um I feel like, you know, again, this is a point guard-heavy draft, so we don't have to focus solely on um, LaMelo Ball um, or we miss the boat kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And as far as the coaching goes, um, I personally feel like uh, Mike Woodson is a good coach, but I feel like him and – him and Tom Thibodeau is basically in the same realm as far as they would be the most effective if we had a veteran group. I don't think yeah. that with a young core, they would be as effective. And I think that would be a stain on their um, coaching and their leadership. And I don't think that would be fair. Because um, I'm not a big uh, advocate of, of Tom Thibodeau getting this job for that reason. It's not his coaching, but the, the fact that we don't have the veterans and the, um, the horses. identity that yeah. matched what he already has a reputation of bringing. So for the, with that in mind, I would like us to either focus on bringing in Kenny Atkinson mm-hmm. or um, retaining Mike Miller. Um, Kenny Atkinson would be my first choice, and hopefully him retaining um, Mike Miller in a capacity on his staff or give um, Mike Miller his uh, a fair shake. And okay. I appreciate you guys for taking my call. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Um, I agree with him. If we if we end up with six, the, the cost of LaMelo is going to be a little too high, bro. Yeah, this is gonna be a monster. So you know, I I would certainly want to stick it out and and see if we can, uh, you know, I think that we can still get a quality role player uh, at at that slot at six. So we'll see how it works. Um, Jay Boogie, let's get let's hear from Jay Boogie, man, because because he's been holding us down for a while. So let's close with Jay Boogie. How you feeling? All right, shout to you, Jay. Hello, hello. What's good with everybody? Everybody good and healthy? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, man. What's going on? Hey yo, I'm I'm an old head. I go all the way back and all that, but I'm gonna tell y'all real facts. I don't want none of them old jokers on the on the, on the rock. <laughs> Bring in Stackhouse, J Boogie, man. man. I mean, all them guys been spoon fed, man. When when Winston came, he was spoon fed, had a roster. Thibodeau been spoon fed all his life. You know what I'm saying? Van Gundy was spoon fed. He had a roster when he came. We need somebody that could grow up with these young guys, man. I don't care. You know I'm a Stackhouse fan, but I don't care who it is. It's got to be somebody young that can relate to the young guys, and the young guys will want to relate to them. And then we got to think about who want to come and sign with us, man. Some of these guys don't want to come sign with Tom Thibodeau, man. And the industry know that, but they still keep promoting that guy, man. It's, it's simple mathematics. I love Nas. I love hope. I love all that old music. <laughs> but you don't hear these young guys playing that in their cars and stuff like that. You don't hear that, man. And we got to relate with what relates, man. Peace and love, man. Y'all guys keep doing what y'all doing. Love y'all, man. Drop the mic on them. Yeah. Hey, he's not wrong, man. I, uh, I, I mean, play, I play Jay. I play. <laughs> <laughs> I got my whole mix on Spotify right now. Yeah, man, I, I have I have trouble getting into the I have trouble getting into the new stuff. I can't lie, but I hear him though, JL. So I hear him. I hear him. He definitely wants somebody that's gonna be able to relate to the young guys. Right, you know, right. Have them run through walls for Tib Tibbs is gonna be questionable. You know, we're hearing Tibbs is, yeah. is the odds on favor, but 
He's going to have to make some adjustments in the way he communicates with the young players. You know, I don't know if Kevin Knox is, is, is going to be, uh, you know, open to, to the MFs and, and all of that. I don't know. I don't know how, how is that going to affect him. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Know. RJ can handle it. RJ's, RJ's solid. He can handle it. But I feel like RJ, if you scream at RJ, he's going to drop it. I feel yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, RJ will be motivated. I think Mitch, Mitch will be all right, but I can't speak for the other ones, man. I can't speak for the other ones. But um, good show. Salute to everybody once again. Good show. Had to wrap it up. Um, gotta gotta take care of a few things. JL's um, on the youth. Mitchell Robinson. Mid young money. Mitch, seventy four percent field goal percentage. Still mm. hanging on. This season ends, and it could be his, man. Could be his all-time field goals record. Well, I'm not sure who's even close. I should have looked that up before we uh, before we came on. But Money Mitch, 74% field goal percentage. Let's get it going. Take it home, Mitch. Give us something. Give us a W or something for the end of the season. Win that next year, and then next year you can mess it up by shooting three. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Next year, let it fly, man. But um, good show, everybody. Remember, Ray Fell coming through Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. JL, I'm going to throw it over to you. Go ahead and uh, close this out, man. You know the drill. Definitely check out the last episode of YouTube.com. Slash time show. Um, it's, no gonna be, it's not going to be an episode this week. I was trying to get, get it to happen, but it's just too much going on this week. So we'll, we'll reconvene next week for the next episode of the Nick of Time show. Also, check out the blog on YouTube.com. On Sorry, on nicktimeshow.com and also check out the old episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all that noise. That's all. That's you, Sure. Good stuff, JLs. And uh, great job last night on the award interview. Salute to everybody once again. Almost 500 people watching JLs. So a lot of people want to tune in. You know, we're six months away from Knicks basketball. But make no mistake, the number one show for the fans, by the fans, are going to continue to give you guys the best content there is on the NBA stratosphere. Make no mistake, tell a friend to tell a friend. Share these videos, very important. We appreciate all the Super Chats, especially during this time. But as I always say, there's three ways, free ways that you can support us. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Like and comment also below also goes a long way sharing these videos and the fourth way subscribe subscribe to the channel it's all free subscribe hit the notification bell so you don't miss anything and uh yeah man definitely appreciate all the mods for coming through once again be safe out there in the streets of course you're protesting mm-hmm. out there protest safely be, be careful while you're moving the shells appreciate it uh everybody appreciate it man pranav always appreciate it john talento all the regulars new york guy who you want to shout out bro uh John Slendo, because yeah, he's always in every, he's in every chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Uh, Fritz. Of course, always holds me down. Mm -hmm. Alex, Ricardo, Custer, uh, Mars Jetson. Mars Jetson, not Mark Jackson. No, make no mistake. Not not Mark Jackson. Mars, Mars Jetson. (laughs) Could be a Mark Jackson burner account. You never know, man. You never know. Never know. Also, shout out to Carmen Goldberg and. Shooting stars, twenty-four. Yeah, sure. There was somebody who came in. I looked in your chat. They said they were new, but you would. You, you probably got to scroll all the way up. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah. So to them, Matt Vasquez, appreciate it. Delano, always appreciate it. Pranav, Derek McFadden, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, that Sunday, Rayfell, Sunday, three p.m. Looking forward to that one. Make sure you guys catch up on the content. Um, if you click on the eye icon in the top right hand side, 
You see the video that we did with on Kenny Atkinson from a Nets fan perspective. I got the Nets fan perspective on Kenny Atkinson. All the other uh, player appearances are on that playlist as well. If you click on the I icon. So we got, like I said, a ton of content to, to get us through between now and and uh, the lottery start of the season. So you find that person, JLs? I did not. All right. Well, whoever that person is, we appreciate it. Jonathan <laughs> Santiago, appreciate it. And we out of here, people. Sunday, 3 p.m., Raymond Felton. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.